What's up, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the Falcons In Focus podcast presented by Ticketmaster. I'm Scott Bear. That's Tori McElhaney. You all know the man in, in the middle right here. Bud Dupree, Falcons Ooh. edge rusher, mm-hmm. Atlanta's own, representing middle Georgia hmm. from yeah. way back when. Yep. And, and that's Not too far back. Well, <laughs> okay. he, this isn't Calais far back, but, <laughs> but, but not so. too far. <laughs> but representing uh, middle Georgia, and that's where I want to start. Mm. Specifically on March 25th, 2017, mm-hmm. when they took a street sign that mm-hmm. had been up for a while, threw it on the ground, <laughs> and, then, and then and then put up a brand new one that, no joke, in Toonsboro, right, yep. says Bud Dupree Drive. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they had a Bud Dupree day, yep. and they got— Every day, every year. And, and it comes back every year, and there's thousands of people that show up to this thing. Wow on Bud Dupree Drive. If you go and you look up real estate in the town, you can see houses being sold and it says on Bud Dupree Drive. I need to know the full story. How did this come to be? So, uh, I mean, it's pretty awesome. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. You know, just being a, a, a pillar for my community, basically, like, uh, born in Macon, Georgia, you know, uh, uh, grew up in, like you said, I grew up in Toonsboro, Georgia, um, back and forth. My mom lived in Macon. Um, so, man, just, you know, being someone that everyone looks up to from when I was a kid. I remember running through the neighborhood that small town when I was a kid, back and forth, you know, uh, playing football throughout the streets, basketball with all the older guys. You know, just the feeling of love in the community, you know, cookouts every day. Every every day was a cookout at somebody's house. And BA enabled to, you know, be the person that made it from, from the middle of nowhere. Uh, and for everybody just to be super excited about it, man. It just, it means a lot for them to, you know, put all their eggs in the basket with me, and they'll just take pride and say he from here. We had something to do with him up his upbringing. We had something to do with him how he is as a man. You know, the, they took it upon themselves to honor me with the street sign and turned the road, the turned the how uh, the road that I marched on when I was a kid. You know, with diapers, with dirty <laughs> shoes, <laughs> snotty nose, nappy <laughs> heads. Uh, you know, changing that name to uh, Butter Pre Drive, man, it made the whole community. You know, they they take pride in it. You know, so. It's very exciting, though. Every year, like you said, every year we have thousands of people come out for the Bud Dupree Day. Um, not only from uh, not only from Toonsboro and Macon, but, you know, other places, too. Now other people are starting to come down. People from Atlanta come down, too. It gets bigger and bigger every year. The first year started off probably with just my community and a couple of people from other people's community. Probably, like, five, 600 people started off with that many. The second year it came out, probably, like, 1,000 third year probably 1500 in the past year it probably like i want to say 2000 people you know yeah. before wow. the rain before the rain came uh-huh. so uh you know it was only going to get bigger and bigger um and it's to the point now where we got to have everything blocked off i was about to say yeah, you got to have like the the whole street the whole yeah, drive blocked everything off everything blocked off kids just run free mm. it's one of them days where you can just don't worry about your child just let them go <laughs> hey. <laughs> and you know it's always fun, man. And people come down, you know, they want to take pictures, sign autographs. I do, a, I do a cook-off uh, competition, um, and that's my way of giving a little bit of money back to the community. I let them win. The winner takes, you put twenty dollars in. The winner takes, uh, the winner takes home five hundred. It's two different competitions: a brisket and the ribs. Okay. Yeah. Are you judging these? Are you a judge? So for I don't this competition? eat. I don't eat pork. Okay. But I have five judges, and I pick five judges who. You know, in the community, who kind of healthy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, this is this the is their bread and butter. butter. Yeah, this is the bread and butter. Yeah, and I let them pick it, man. And it's good, man. People get mad. They 
<laughs> they get mad. They everybody come back. thinks that their ribs or their brisket is it's the, the best, best yes, right? Yeah. Every time. Yeah. So that's what it is, man. So uh, when I got a chance to be on the Falcons, man, it was a no-brainer uh, being able to come home. And like I said, people come to the game, travel to the game. It's amazing for me right now. I, I just I have to ask one more question about this. When when you get a call f- or someone is it, like is, that's part of your team is contacted, mm-hmm. and they say, "Yeah, we want to name a street after him." Not like we want to have a day right. or like he's yeah. going to ride in a fancy car in a 4th of July parade right, or yeah. something like that. No, we're going to name a street after you. That street's going to be up there forever. No, for sure. What's it's, your reaction to that? Man, it was amazing. Like, it's, it's crazy because it was a trickle effect. First, uh, where I went to school at and in Irvington, they they gave me the key to the city. That's the oh, school cool. I went to. They gave me the key to the city. That was the first year I got drafted. Followed up by I was doing a lot of charity events and down there I also in Macon. So, uh Secondly, they named Bud the pre-drive after me. Boom. Then they came back and Macon gave Bud the pre-appreciation. So I got a, a plaque for Bud the pre-Macon uh, from, the, from the community, from the rec center. Um, Bud the pre-drive, where I grew up at, uh, and the key to the city, where I went to school at. So just the, every area that I impact as, as an individual has shown love tremendously. And, uh, you know, just got want to continue to do it as much as long as I can, as much as I can. And I your number that. is retired at... At both. Uh, at, at, both. at both, huh? Yeah. Wow. Also, is it true that the speed limit on Bud Dupree Drive is 48 miles per hour? I, they, I don't think it is. They just put the sign up there. Okay. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I was going to say, because that would be yeah, they just, <laughs> if they have the law at yeah, exactly 48. Yeah, I don't think it's the law. They just put the sign like that. So. <laughs> I it's would just cool. love it, like some like cop like pulls you over. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, you were going 49 miles per hour, yeah. which is one mile per hour over the Bud Dupree Drive uh-huh. speed limit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but man, it, it's just funny, man. So I do some too, like every elderly person on that who lives on that road on my street. Uh-huh. Like I, I, every once a year, I give them, I pay the water bill, oh, give cool. them groceries. Get out of town, yeah, really? I pay the water bill, get them groceries. Um, send it out to. I got one guy down there who still, you know, he's a pillar in the community. Uh, Hakeem and I just make sure I communicate with him and see who need help. Kids need help on Christmas. Like it'll be Christmas time right now. A lot of people hit me and be like, "No, they can't afford to get their kids whatever they want for Christmas." So I I tap in and make sure you know. Cause I remember when I was young, man, my mom used to work every day, all day, uh, to provide for me. Not only for me, but everyone else in her family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being a pillar for the community, she was the first pillar for our community, and I just follow suit. You know what I'm saying? And um. My godmom, who I grew up with too, as well. You know, I just seen them day in and day out. Uh, everyone who had a part, you know, in raising me. Uh, you know, it takes a village, mm-hmm. and uh, I was one of them village kids. So, <laughs> I love you know, that. It's, it's smooth. It's funny too because you bring up your mom, and I'm so glad you did because, and you talk about her being kind of the first pillar uh, mm-hmm. of this community. And I think what people need to know is that she had a beauty shop, right? Yeah. And she did hair, and that was kind of the place. That was the hub where everybody went. What memories do you have of, of growing up and going to see your mom at the beauty shop? Yeah, so I, it's funny, though, because I remember just being the only little kid at the beauty shop with my mom and them and having her, all her friends, and they watching me, uh, feeding me while she doing hair at the line tremendously out the door. She's probably been there forever. So before my godma used to come get me and take me to her house so I can go to sleep and go to school the next day, like I remember just putting shoulder, like putting cups on my shoulders and then my thighs, and thinking I had shoulder pads, just watching TV, <laughs> running into the wall. Like everybody used to, they used to be laughing, like Sophie, your son over there running into the wall. What he got going on? I'm like, <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, man, I'm just playing football. And then like that was when I was young, young. And I got like five, six years, it's probably like six years old, and I started being, and then that, they, she started like letting me just go outside. 
So then I was able to go out in the, in the neighborhood and play with the kids. Uh, now we now we really playing football outside. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it was fun, man, to be the, the the to hear people tell me all the things that I did and kind of remembered a little bit back in the days when she was at the shop and kind of like unfold and people were like, well, I really knew you was gonna go play football because all you did was run into the wall like a little kid where you were like a little dummy. I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> like they thought something was wrong with me. They didn't know we were <laughs> thought I was just running into the wall, but I was playing football. So it was fun, man. You know, growing up with her, seeing her. No, day in, day out. Not Monday through Sunday. I mean, like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Every day. So seeing that, being able to go, understanding that uh, know that she's working hard. So I'm like, hey, my mama working hard. I got to work hard too. So it just makes you, you know, feel that. And um, I took it upon myself, man. I just wanted to get in a better situation. So it's fun. Yeah, and kind of follow that example that she set for you. Everybody kind of gravitated towards her. Tor- towards her yep. And now people are gravitating towards, towards you. Me. And, it, you know, it's kind of like looking up your, your 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 background i had to check my notes be like wait his his real name isn't bud yeah, Alvin. yeah i had Is no that right? idea that bud yeah. was not your actual like legal name that shocked me and i did i'm not joking i did not know that until today yeah nobody so. know my real name alvin I yeah. that's a and i'm a junior like, I, don't right. uh-huh. I was gonna yeah. say your, your dad's name is alvin too yeah. but so you give us the origin story of yeah of where did, yeah yeah Where'd so it yeah come so i'm alvin lee dupree jr my dad and i obviously alvin mm-hmm. uh he grew up, he's from Twiz County. It's a neighbor county from uh, between Macon and between Wilkerson. Um, so uh, when I was young, born, my godmom, which is my mom's godmom too, she, she took upon my, that's my other godmom. Uh, mm-hmm. My mom's godmom and my, also my godmom as well, but I grew, I lived with my other godmom. Okay. So uh, um, she, I, they had a they had a situation where she had a dream and people were calling me Bud and, um, you know, uh, the whole community she just said that she woke up one day and had a dream that everybody was gonna call me bud and i was gonna be you know this little football player so even to the day she'll tell you the story if i bring her right now she'll tell you word for word like how the dream was and, they, <laughs> and in the country they stick with it yeah like, right so like yep. if they hear that they, if they hear some superstition they gonna stick with it <laughs> so ever since i was little people call me bud and if you go like when i was getting recruited in high school you come to the school and they, the, the college coach would be like yeah is alvin here they're like who mm. Who's that no, guy? You talking about Bud? Like, <laughs> you you got to say Bud. Like, nobody don't know who Alvin is. Like, you got to say Bud. And then you, if people say my name, they're like, Alvin. And people are like, what's your name? Alvin? Like, <laughs> even though they know my dad's name is Alvin. Right. Yeah. They still like, I did not know your name Alvin. I'm like, yeah, but my daddy ain't Alvin, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so they just don't know it. But uh, but my daddy wasn't around a lot of people who we grew up with, who I grew up with. Yeah. So they want to know. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I, that's just so, again, mind-boggling to me because I had yeah. no I had no idea and I think it's cool too that your your godmother had just like almost this like clairvoyant moment of For like sure. he's gonna be a football player and he's gonna he's gonna go by bud that is yep. crazy that's one of those things that you can't like you can't make it up no you can't make it up you can't let it go it's wild though yeah. everybody know it too like it's amazing that that it happened that way man bud just a name that just rings yeah so it makes sense they all you fit it yeah. yeah yeah now some th- you're talking about um, being recruited in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go. I want to talk about that for a minute because Scott and I found while we were doing our research, we found something that I also didn't know this about you, but you were a big time tight end mm-hmm. in high school, and that you go to Kentucky and originally to be a tight end, yep. and it took them asking you three times to switch to defense before you actually did. Is this correct? Man, I was about to transfer. <laughs> I can talk about it now because there ain't no NCAA violation, but, man, I called UGA coach. The first time they told me that they wanted me to play um, defense, I said, why did I come to Kentucky? 
to play defense. I could have went another school and played defense. Yeah. Which I mean, it worked out. I love UK. Go Big Blue. But <laughs> Everything worked out. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, and they, when Joker Phillips came in and said, I said, man, what are you talking about? So I called a UGA coach, violation. Georgia Tech coach, violation. South Carolina coach, violation. Georgia Southern coach, violation. I was trying to go anywhere that I can go to be not play tight end. I mean, to not play defense. Right. I want to play tight end. You know, just you know, you young, you want to score touchdowns, and you know, in in middle Georgia, like the people who dump the basketball and score touchdowns is what you want to be. Yeah. Like, you want to be the face of the team. And that's how I got in. We were a basketball school growing up. And we that, we that was 30, 32 and no state champs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, dunking was my – that's what I did. And playing basketball, that's what it was, being in the line. Like, and then also, two scoring touchdowns, you got all the hype. So, that's what it was. But I did not know playing defense, make the money. There you so, go. <laughs> yeah. So they just had to show me a couple of pages in the book to make me <laughs> sway my mind. Then I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, okay. Like, like maybe we can make yeah. this thing work. It's like, yeah. twist my arm, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And ultimately, it, you know. It worked out. Yeah, it yeah. worked out. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know? so funny. If you could go back and tell that kid that was like, nah, I'm not playing defense. Like, I would have said, go buy all, be all in right now. <laughs> yeah, do it like, right now. All in. Go be all in. Matter of fact, don't even think about playing tight end in college anyway. Just have fun playing at high school. <laughs> but do you, you think you could go out and be a tight end? Just join right the now. Right, right now. And go Today? Today. Yeah. I mean, I'm fast enough to do it, but, man, I don't even know if I can catch like I used to. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about it. It's, like, it ain't like, it's not like riding a bike, catching the ball. You no. got to catch the ball continuously to be good at catching the ball. So. Yeah, got to be on that jug machine. Yeah, you yeah. got to. Got to be on the jug. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because it's like the, the football kind of version of, you know, kind of you ascending to this level. Is obviously very well known, but it's just uh, what 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 I find so interesting is all the other stuff that you're interested in mm -hmm. around it. Yeah, right? all and your other ventures. Yeah, and, I, and I've also heard that like when you go home, you're not like, you know, saying I'm the best football player, carrying a football around. Like, remember me? I'm like I'm a football player because you're involved in so much other stuff. Yeah. And I I thought the first of the many things that you're involved in has got to be the record label. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's been around for. Yeah. A long time, and you, you, if I read this right, you, you, you went out to Interscope Records in yep. March, right? Yeah. Yep. So it's something that you've been involved been in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, tell us more about this venture. It seems uh, really yeah, cool. Yeah, so the record label is very fun to me. I started off uh, 2016 unofficially, 2017 officially. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, learning, learning as much as I can about it. Started off with, started the record label for my God brother and for my two God brothers, basically. They wanted to be rappers. I had a little money. Mm -hmm. I thought I could take them to the top right away. But it didn't work out that way. Mm -hmm. And they were really the pillars to me, being able to learn as much as I can and create, uh, you know, build a team around me, basically. Mm -hmm. So started out trying to do it by myself, not knowing that it was, really takes a lot to be able to do it, especially you got to be able to learn as much as you can and be around the correct amount of people mm -hmm. in it. And then uh, after that, you know, it didn't work out. Then I learned a lot, went through a couple of trials and tribulations on that end. Met a girl named Pap Chanel. She was a, she's a female artist. Developed her, signed her, developed her. Uh, was able, uh, got done with her, was able to find, learned a lot more from that situation too. Sure. Mm -hmm. Kept climbing, kept climbing. Found an artist named Baby Jungle, T. Roy, mm -hmm. and, and Twin. Uh, and those three artists that I have, uh, now on the, on the label, those are the ones who made my label nationally known what it is today. Yeah, right, right, right. And uh, signed a deal with Epic Records, 
for Baby Jungle. That was pretty recently, um, right? Pretty recently. Yeah. So yeah, he did a deal great. with that, major label deal with that. Southside Twin, he did a distribution deal with United Masters. So I got that accomplished. And then T Warrior right now is the last of the three who are trying to work with a major label deal. Uh, I got m- plenty of people who are on the, who are on my who are on my roster with me as well. I got Ray Snap, uh, Wanzi, uh, Day Paul, Red J, um, uh, Missing Strange a lot. Um, there's a lot of different people who who help me out on my day to day stuff. Yeah, and, right. Yeah, so it's it's just tremendous. It's tremendous opportunity. Jungle has managers as well uh, who help me out a lot in that sp- in that space as well too. And uh, you know, just building my relationship with as many people as I can, especially with the big, with the big timer, big wigs on the industry level. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the ones that you really need to have friendships with because they can teach you the most stuff about it that behind the scenes that we really don't be able to see. Sure, right. So it's always been fun, man. Music always been a passion to me personally, but I just prefer to be on the business side of it and not be on the rapper side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so this is fascinating to me because I think it's so cool when. Like you, you have this idea, and then it, you put put time and money and effort behind it, and it kind of grows and grows and grows. Mm-hmm. For you, what did you learn about yourself through the process of creating this record label and kind of going through the ups and downs of the music industry? Yeah, man, you know, just not not giving up and kind of like listening to yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what basically what it is. And you feel certain things in your gut when you research stuff a lot and you learn stuff as much as you can. Especially in the off season, you know, I'm always a book, I'm a pillar, I'm always trying to learn as much as I can. Mm-hmm while balancing football, man. Football is always going to be the number one thing in my life. You know, total football first, or God, football first, family, and then everything else. Mm-hmm. So uh, being able to balance those three things and then come in and be my, on my entrepreneur level is very, very special to me because I take pride in it. Right. And I, and I want to be able to be the best at everything I've put step myself into. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's fun, man, to see that. Um, now it's n- less work that I have to do. Now I've Nah, I really don't have to do a lot right now. <laughs> because you have your people, right? I have my right. people with me. Yeah, and yeah. It, and it, and it makes it makes a great difference for mm-hmm. me right now. It's a, a tremendous difference. And, uh, uh, you know, man, everything is flourishing right where I need it to be, especially now that I'm in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was about to say, being yeah. in Atlanta, I feel being like it changes Atlanta, things, too. It changes things, too, man. And yeah. so, especially with us winning, we got to keep this great going. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and it, it all works itself out. So cool. Now, another venture of yours is the restaurant, yep. Vibes with a Z. Uh, in Macon. Um, Tell us a little bit about why you wanted to get into the restaurant business as well and kind of Mm. what the the starting point of of that was. So for the restaurant, man, it was uh, basically to provide jobs for the community. That's another way to help the community. Uh, My way of giving back, my way of being a pillar, another pillar for the community as well. Um, Providing jobs as much as I can. 150 jobs. Uh, just with the restaurant yeah, alone? Yeah, just with the restaurant alone. Wow. So, That's uh, I have also two uh, people who help me with that. Peaches, Brill, Chris, Tally. Also, Ray helps with that as well. Um, and then everyone else who is um, on the forefront. You know, all the workers, servers, security, uh, bartenders, cooks, and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they take pride in it. Man, it's a great pillar for the community. Everyone loves it. Everyone, you know, has a great time when they go. We, you know, Megan is a violent city, but we don't have any altercations at my at my stuff mm-hmm. so it's a safe haven for everyone to have a great time as well and uh you know th- and have the community a place to have fun and just provide a different outlook for the youth down yeah. there too yeah so, and then we got young guys who work in the back <laughs> <laughs> this washer so they're in high school they need a second they need jobs they can come and work 
Yeah. And man, it's, it's great for them to get structure in their life. Mm. And uh, we do at at risk kids as well. So kids that have at risk, one kid, you know, mm. turned his life around. He uh, got shot. He came and started working. Uh, he got a college degree. He we he got enough money from Vibe to help out with his schooling. Mm. And uh, that was a great opportunity for that. So when they tell me about that, that really was a, a great push for for the team. Yeah. I mean, how much like I know you you kind of don't want to like sit here and be like, oh yeah, like I. I, w- I was a part of, you know, turning somebody's life around, but how much do you does, does that, like, mean to you? I, I, to yeah. kind of have played a part in being there for somebody who needed a change. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of people who work at Vibes who really was on the wrong track, and then we came in as a family-oriented group and made them uh, get back uh, get back in the right track. Mm-hmm. That's something that I t- really take pride in. I don't run from the – I don't run from, per se, the – the criminal backgrounds and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. want to be able to help those people be able to, you know, change their life around, especially when they want to change their life. One hundred percent. And that's what it. That's what it boiled down to. People want to be able to get in better situations for their family to help them out, and you know, uh, be creating that space. You know, with the people who we have in place at Vibes, they all work hard together mm-hmm. and make it and, and make it possible yeah. for them to you know to get back on the right track, continue to work. And uh, you know, provide for their family. At the end of the day, they have kids and they want to do better. And if that's stopping them from getting in trouble, mm-hmm. more power to them. And I and I feel good about it. Mm-hmm. And I'll vibes is a lot of fun. I've seen the Instagram. Oh, we'll have crazy. to go. We'll yeah. have to go yeah. at some point. I'm, yeah. I I need to it's like crazy. make a trip Food's down. Great. Food's great. Food's great. Environment's great. The vibes Everybody. are great. Yeah, <laughs> are great. Yeah, I I just think it's interesting because you you hear about people who maybe grew up in a in, in, in a disadvantaged environment and they like and they talk about getting out yeah. right yep. and their whole thing is I'm gonna get out of there and then Bud keeps going back there to help improve it, it like it's not just like hey like I got out of there I, I succeeded it's how can I show other people and I guess m- and maybe this is your mom maybe it's somebody else but was was there a version of you that you looked up to because I read a quote that you said I always had a game plan that you were very structured in terms yeah. of studies, in terms of how you were going to achieve your goals. There was a game plan, but did you have that kind of version of you out there? Like, was there somebody like that or did you and your mom just kind of have to pave your own lane? Yeah, we kind of like paved our own lane, but I, I, I really didn't look up to nobody like beside my, like my mama and my daddy, like, sure. Uh, 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 the person I looked up to the most in the city was like Scenario Hillman. He was a basketball player, mm-hmm. and uh, he was the D one basketball player from our community. So I looked up to him because he the first person I seen with my own eyes make it out big to be celebrity status where we're from. Sure, he didn't go to the NBA, but he yeah made it D one and overseas, and it opened our eyes to be like, dang man, we can get up out of here. So it it, right. it was just that type of situation to be like, we ain't got to be stuck in the country our whole life. Like we can be able to go do stuff like scenario did so that's what it was and i got serious about it and i also wanted to be like man i want to be different from everybody in the pillar in the community not in a negative way saying everyone is a certain way right mm-hmm. but, but to provide something to different provide something different mm-hmm. outlook for kids like because i was tired of being able to see like man who we gonna look up to like now nah, i'll be the person we look up to mm-hmm. like that's what it was mm-hmm. like all right now nah, when we young we ain't really see nobody who was riding foreign cars and uh uh, going in nice houses, <laughs> so like I bring some of the little kids. They can come pl- stay with me now, like, mm-hmm. and uh, they can see this difference. My college, my AU coach, and I played for Hoop Planet in Atlanta. Um, uh, coach Dwayne, he was the first person to start bringing me around mansions. Mm-hmm. So when he used to come to Atlanta, 
We stay in matches, AU team, mm-hmm. we sleep on the floor, mm-hmm. sleep on their sofas. So it was the first time I started seeing huge houses. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I wanna stay out here. Yeah. <laughs> so it, that's that's kinda like what like what drove me to be like, man, I love the city. Like right. and it just it was fascinating, man. And uh, yeah, so that was what it, that's what it was, man. And uh, you know, his uh, his son is Isaiah uh, Collier, the basketball player. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So shout out to them, man. He doing good. His son doing good. Dad's still doing good. So he was the first person to really kind of like take me out of the environment. Shout out to Dr. Jeter. He was our basketball coach and our um and our principal. Mm. So he hooked us up with it. You know, I always try to give providers opportunities to be able to get out of our environment to go play basketball other places. Right. Yeah. And that's what really took me to start seeing sightseeing and stuff like that. Do you ever kind of think back to be like, oh my gosh, like the the kid that was sleeping in those mansions and and now kind of where you are in life and yeah. and kind of the full circle moment to a certain extent of, of being here playing for the Falcons. No, nah, it's fun, man. It's, it's it's tremendous role, man. To be able to see it, like a lot of guys who are in me too. That tell you, uh, the basketball player like the Bungie Studs. He's one of the guys who played basketball with me. Who was in the group with me, Vashon. Uh, us three, we was kind of like the three guys who moved from my age, from our age around with with coach mm. and uh. He helped us out a lot. Big input. I would definitely say that. And uh, I would definitely say he helped us out a lot. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like wrapping up before we get to our rapid fire section mm-hmm. here. Um, being, you, you've obviously starred in Pittsburgh for a long time. You played college football in Kentucky and then Tennessee. But is there something about all the stuff that we're talking about, right? But you're, you're in Georgia every day now yeah. and, and and it's easier for these kids that you're it's not a special visit home you're here every day you're yeah. playing on sundays at mercedes-benz in their market they they turn on the fox station and and they can they see, see me you. on does that every sunday does yeah. it does that mean something to you to be back in this you know in yeah, this that, state that fun though for real for real like for real it's like being able with kids to look on the news and they see me every sunday because mm-hmm. they gonna show it they really didn't see me in pittsburgh cause they didn't play the games down here right Especially Tennessee, they didn't show Tennessee games here. <laughs> so that was what. That's when I went to Tennessee. People were like Tennessee, what they? You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's different for the markets out here. But they know mm-hmm. the Falcons. Where everybody grew up a Vic fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody grew up a Julio fan. Warwick Dunn. Uh, they just everybody remember them. Mm-hmm. So you know, we all had you know different you know different thoughts on that every player. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Ryan, man, Matt. No matter what they say about Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan is still a pillar in the Atlanta history. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a great guy, especially for my community and my neighborhood. We all looked up to him. And, uh, you know, after Vic came and left, you know, he came in and stepped in. So it was great to see, you know, everyone, you know, be a part of it. You know, it's just tremendous and it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 man, being a Falcon is fun. It's a dream. Mm-hmm. It's a dream, man. So I want to continue to win, continue to ball as much as I can. And, you know, uh, you know, man, just do it for the A. All right, we love it. Okay, now this everybody gets the same five questions. It's relatively fast. I call it rapid fires too much, but nonetheless, here we go. Are you ready? I do it. Okay. Woo. What's the favorite your favorite play of your career? Youth, high school, college, pros, don't matter. Uh, when I hit Matt Moore. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't know I didn't know what was gonna come out. I didn't yeah. know, but I. But I was ready for that one. <laughs> that's that's one no? All right, good. That's a good. That's a good start. All right. Um, your favorite player growing up was it Vic? Vic? Yeah. 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 Why was Vic so so important to to not just like you and who you were looking up to, but I think like even the community at large. Um, he just made everybody think that you know we could be 
super athletes of the field, Vic was an adjective. Mm-hmm. He was an adjective he back was. in the day. That's such a good way that to is. put it. That's yeah. so good. So everything we did, man, we running, we played. So in my community, we played a game called throw them up, bust them up. <laughs> All the little kids, we get in the circle. We won football. It's about 10, 12 kids. Uh-oh. We throw the ball in there. Whoever catches the ball, you're going to get hit. So we, I always want to catch the ball, and I want to be Vic. I catch the ball. I'm juking everybody. <laughs> Vic, oh, I'm Vic. You know, still forming. We doing the celebration he did. Man, it's just, we just always thought we Vic. We all had the braids. Mm. Uh, we all tried to get the Vicks when it first came out. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, so we beat our mama doors down trying to get those Vicks. <laughs> and, uh, please. Please give me the Vicks. Please give me the Vicks. And when we got them, we thought we were superstars. Oh, yeah. So it was just a pillar for the community, man. It was awesome uh, being able to do that. So it was fun. So cool. Is there a movie or a TV show that you're uh, obsessed with? And Anything you're binging, any movie that you love, anything like that? Um, Power and BML. Yeah. There we go. Good choice. That is Power a good one. Uh, question number four. If you're going to Vibes, mm-hmm. what is your order? Salmon Bites. Salmon Bites. You knew that one in one second. <laughs> yep. You're good at rapid fire. Is there a drink named after you there? Yep, the Dupree. Did you get to design it? No, nah, I tasted it and told him it was good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only yeah. important thing, right? Uh-huh. It, yep, this is excellent. I put my name on <laughs> it. This is a staple. This is it. <laughs> and last one. Uh, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Flying. Flying. Good one. Love it. Yeah. Bing, bing, bang, boom. That's the end of Rapid Fire. And that is the end to another awesome Falcons in Focus podcast presented by Ticketmaster. Please do what you do. Rate, review, subscribe to the Atlanta Falcons podcast network. And if you're ever in Macon, stop by Fives. Like, why don't you? I think Tori and I should. We're going to make a trip out there. Like, can we get, like, an employee discount or something? (laughs) Yeah, I got you. Friends and family. (laughs) (laughs) We'll give you the friends and family discount. You ain't got to pay, man. We'll make sure, man. Appreciate y'all for having me, man. It's awesome. Yeah. So fun. To sit with y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Discuss life. (laughs) Yeah, and that's my favorite part about this podcast. You really kind of get to know these players that you see go out and play every single Sunday. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the funnest part about it. But thank you, Alvin. Bud Bud (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, everybody else will have another great guest coming up next week. See ya.